Welcome to the Ruchi Strengthcast. Dan and Paul are the owners of one of the largest powerlifting gyms in the world, Ruchi's Gym, and are experienced powerlifting coaches. Join them as they discuss and debate all things powerlifting and strength training with some fun stuff thrown in. For more information, visit ruchisgym.com. G'day everyone, Dan Rucci here. Today I'm doing this podcast on my own, which is cool. Looking forward to uh, speaking to you all. Today's topic is going to be about choosing a powerlifting federation. And most of the information I'm going to share with you all is going to be biased a little bit towards Western Australia because that's the region that I know really well. Although a lot of it will also apply to Australia as a whole. I just perhaps won't know some of the intricate details as to who might run those federations in each state. But nevertheless, it's worth listening to. So choosing a powerlifting federation, it's a question that we've um, been th- we've been thrown many, many times over the years because it can get a little bit confusing out there for people who are coming into the sport for the first time. So just to rewind a little bit, I'm going to explain sort of what we do with grassroots sport and then how we try and progress lifters through the sport and then I'll cover some of the federations that are available to lifters in Australia and in particular into Western, in Western Australia, right? So for those of you who've been following us for a while, um, you'll know that we run novice competitions. Those novice competitions are really designed to help introduce and nurture new lifters into the sport. They are not sanctioned by a governing body, which means there is no federation attached to it. So all that really means is that it's just a comp that we run locally um, and our insurance covers the insurance uh, for the lifters in the comp. So we pay an annual premium to our insurance company that covers the insurance for the lifters in our competitions. Apart from that, we can pretty much do whatever we want and run the novice comps however we want, but we still run them the way we would run a fully sanctioned meet. And the reason we do that is because we want people to get a really good understanding and experience what actual sanctioned powerlifting would be like. We do modify the the rules slightly so that we can bring down the barrier to entry to make it a little bit easier and to stop... Um, or to limit the amount of money that people have to spend in order to just get on the platform for the first time. So for example, in our novice comps, you don't have to wear a soft suit or a singlet. You can just wear shorts or a t-shirt or leggings. The only sort of rules that we do stick with are the ones um, that are really around um, safety and, and health. So things like making sure that your shins are covered in your deadlift to avoid bar contact with bare skin and also a t-shirt on the squat on the bench to avoid skin contact with the equipment because obviously that equipment is going to be touched by many other people and it's just really to avoid um basically to try and mitigate mitigate risk really avoid um you know people sharing bodily fluids and stuff obviously things like hands on bar you can't avoid but obviously we do the best we can now look like i said we do run novice comps here at the gym three to four times a year i think we run four we run three full novice meets and then we run one that's a ladies only competition so those novice comps are really where a lifter's journey begins. So you get into a novice comp, you have a go. We prepare lots of lifters for novice comps and then progress them through to sanction competition. And after they've done one, two, or maybe three novice comps, then you start discussing with the lifter about federations and what federation they'd like to lift in. 
and why. So look, in WA, we have, I think, uh, so one, two, three, four, five. We've got five governing bodies um, in Western Australia. Now, there might be some smaller ones that are fractured. Uh, I'm not sure, but the five I'm going to share with you all are the main five. And so I'm going to share a little bit of information about the Federation um, um, and some of the rules and also some of the gyms or some of the people who might run those federations. So obviously at Rooster Gym, we run the GPC or the Global Powerlifting Committee and also the APL, um, the Australian Powerlifting League. So, um, but there are three other, I guess, federations that are available to choose from when deciding uh, where you want to compete. What I will say before I kind of get into this is that when choosing a powerlifting federation, try and think about things like the competition itself pick competitions that have the most competition so the most lifters that provide the most competition because there's no point going into a competition where you're the only person in your weight class and you just by default get the gold medal you want to put yourself up against other competitors because that's what makes you better all right winning a bronze in a podium uh, in a full podium or in a weight class with like you know five six seven or eight lifters is way more satisfying than winning a gold medal against no one. So that's the first thing I'll say, right? So try and chase competition. The other thing is have a look at where those competitions are run and the quality and the standard of those competitions because, again, you want to make sure that you're giving yourself the best opportunity to succeed. So when you choose a competition, um, you know, I guess, I guess a competition experience, you want to make sure that, you know, the venue has sufficient space, sufficient warm-up equipment, knows how to run a comp efficiently, things like that. So that's just something you get with experience as well when you learn about all the different federations and maybe you visit a couple of comps or you do a few comps in different federations and then make a decision on where you want to lift, all right? There are some other factors, but they're kind of the main two that I... Um, that Paul and I are kind of really big on because at the end of the day, you got to choose a federation that's right for you, that's suitable for you. Um, and also there's some other factors like, you know, you might have um, loyalties to certain gyms and they run certain federations. You might train at a particular gym that runs a certain federation and that's all good and well, uh, but that doesn't mean that you can't have a go at different federations run by other people in different gyms. So, and look, Paul and I are definitely a pro-choice advocate here. So we encourage lifters to choose and lift at the comps that are the most suitable to them. All right. So, okay. So in WA, so I guess just backing up a little bit from there. So what we're going to talk about now is uh, sanctioned competition, which are basically competitions which are sanctioned by a governing body, by a federation. So for example, in the GPC here, I am the meet director and I run all GPC events locally. Now, those events are sanctioned by the Global Powerlifting Committee, the Australian body. And what that means is they basically oversee the competition. They make sure that I'm doing the right thing and everything's in order. Our referees are up to date. They're qualified. And what it means is that with the sanction, it's basically authenticating the quality of the competition and that it's it's obviously up to par with uh, with the GPC. So th I guess there's a governing body above me that gives it the tick of approval so you know that you're getting a quality competition. The other thing is when you lift in a federation, um, there's a set of rule books um, that also apply to the lifting so that you can break, you know, for example, Australian records, not rule books, record. There are rule books, but I meant record books. So you can break records in different weight classes in different age categories 
categories and stuff like that. And each federation has their own uh, record books. So one thing you might want to look at as well when choosing a federation is look for federations which have, you know, really, really tough records to beat because they're the ones that are going to give you the most competition and those are the records that you actually want to beat. So if you were to sort of look across the five federations um, sort of I'm going to talk about today and you look at the record books, you know, the records could vary. You know, so what you want to do is try and chase records. If you're going to be a record chaser, try and chase records that actually mean something that are worth breaking. All right. So the first federation I will talk about is Powerlifting Australia. So Powerlifting Australia um, has been around for a while. Uh, I'm pretty sure they currently have the Australian Sports Commission, Commission or Sports Australia funding from the government. Um, They are now, they do now fall under the World Powerlifting banner um, as a governing body but powerlifting australia is i guess the federation in australia that runs the world powerlifting meets you'll find i'm pretty sure now i could be wrong on some of this but i'm pretty sure the contact point um well at least you can get information from henry day over the muscle pit i know that the henry runs some powerlifting australia meets there I think I've also seen Powerlifting Australia meets at Legendary Lifting. So if you can, if you want information on those two, you can probably contact um, those two gyms for more information. And I'm pretty sure for Powerlifting Australia, Alan Sharini is the local contact point, but um, I'm not 100% sure. But again, Powerlifting Australia, they it, it is drug tested competition and they compete. Um, they use a combo. So it's walkout squats. They use a, comp- uh, a Laco bar or a power bar for all three lifts and um, knee sleeve only on the platform for your bench uh, for your squat all right so it is a basically a classic raw federation drug tested the next federation i will talk about is the apu so the australian powerlifting union which is the ipf affiliate so the ipf is the international powerlifting federation so the apu runs um the ipf uh basically is the is the is the body that runs the IPF sanctioned competitions here in Australia. Now, just be aware, IPF is an international federation. If you're lifting in the APU here locally, it doesn't mean you're lifting in the IPF. It just means that IPF provide the sanction to the APU, okay? So the APU here locally, I'm pretty sure, um, uh, I think Jacob Sofianos at Strength Club uh, is the contact point for the Australian Powerlifting Union. So you might wanna speak to Jacob also a drug tested federation obviously falling under the ipf um, and classic raw as well so uh, knee sleeves and squat combo so walkout squats and power bar on all three lifts so again another drug tested federation um, and you can speak to i think it's jacob sofianos at strength club in osborne park who um, runs all the australian powerlifting union meets the next federation I will bring up is another um, drug tester federation that we run locally here, the Australian Powerlifting League, which is, um, I, I guess, the Australian uh, federation that falls under the IPL, the In- International Powerlifting League, sanctions the APL here in Australia. And locally, my brother Paul is the, I guess, uh, meet director slash delegate. So all the Australian Powerlifting League competitions are run at Ruchi's gym. And actually, I'm pretty sure there's one coming up soon. So also, we run the drug-tested division of the APL. So the APL actually has non-drug-tested and drug-tested. Locally here, Paul and I, or Paul at Roach's Gym, we only run the drug-tested division. And we basically apply a very similar rule uh, rule book to 
um, what they have in the APU and PA. So it's walkout squats, knee sleeve only, although we do use a deadlift bar for the deadlift. So the APL actually has different divisions as well, drug tested, non-drug tested, um, classic raw, and also um, with wraps. And you can also use a mono, but we've elected to stick to sort of a classic raw configuration because um, that kind of makes this makes the most sense. All right. The next federation is the Global Powerlifting Committee, the GPC. So I am the WA State Delegate locally for the GPC, have been since 2013. So getting very, very close to 10 years um, working with the GPC. Now, the GPC was introduced about, uh, I think 2012 was the first nationals. And since then, it's really grown um, immensely. Um, And so it is... Uh, non-drug tested federation and the GPC gets its sanction from the Global Powerlifting Committee, um, the world organization. So I run GPC meets locally here. Now it's not drug tested. We use a monolift, a squat bar for the squats. You are allowed to use a knee wrap for your squatting. For the bench press, we use a power bar and for the deadlift, we use a deadlift bar. So again, slightly different configuration in terms of equipment and rules, um, but essentially, I guess we're all still powerlifting, but the GPC is non-drug tested. So the last federation, well, actually there's two more. Um, The last, well, the second last one is CAPO. Um, Now the CAPO, two federations fall under the CAPO banner, and that is GPA, the Global Powerlifting Alliance, pretty sure it is. Um, and the WPC, the World Powerlifting Congress. So if you speak to Henry Day at the Muscle Pit, he runs CAPO meets, um, and the GPA and WPC sanctions fall under the CAPO banner. Um, Again, they also have a pretty similar rulebook to the GPC, uh, where it's, um, or the GPA that falls under CAPO is basically a very similar rulebook to the GPC, knee wraps, mono, specialty bars, um, and the WPC, I'm pretty sure, is knee sleeve only from memory but you'd have to speak to Henry Day at the Muscle Pit about that. Um, the last federation is the WRPF. So the World Raw Powerlifting Federation. Now, I don't think, Henry Day used to run these, but I'm pretty sure he's not anymore. I don't remember the last time he ran one. I think I think the last time he ran one was in 2017, which is the last time I competed at um, the WRPF States here in Perth. Um, I'm pretty sure he's just stuck with um, GPA WPC now under the Capo banner um, at the Muscle Pit. So look, there's lots of different federations. My advice is when you are looking for federations, go and have a look at all the different feds. I would definitely speak to your coach about suitability and what is the right fit for you. If you don't have a coach, hit me up and we can discuss coaching. And, and the potential for coming on board um, for coaching with our team. We do have spots open in our rosters. And like I said, we're very pro-choice. We're happy for people to lift wherever they want because at the end of the day, it's all about you as an individual, as a lifter, and different meets um, and different federations are going to suit you in different ways. So it's all about finding the right fit for you. All right, so pretty that pretty much covers what I wanted to talk about. It's only a very short podcast. We do get the question a lot about choosing a powerlifting federation. Again, though, I would kind of go back to the couple of things that I think um, should help make your decision. The first one is um, all about chasing competition. Find comps that have the most lifters, especially in your weight class, because you want to make sure that you're up against a lot of lifters because it's way more fun and you do a lot better. The second one is the actual competition itself, the venue, how it's run, how professional they are, things like that. They're the sorts of things you want to look at. 
anything outside of that is is a bonus um, for me personally. But um, again, like I said, you can all choose uh, federations based on you, you sort of your own, I guess, um, things that you're you're looking for. So, and again, that's going to come down to the individual. But like I said, we can definitely help you with um, recommending federation and looking at suitability. So, if you get in touch with us. Um, happy to answer any questions like i said if you are looking for coaching we do have a big coaching team here we work with a lot of lifters across the country in different federations so it's something that we're pretty um pretty well versed with and it's something we do a lot of so look i think i'll leave it at that guys um yeah just wanted to make try and cover as much as i could i know it's a little bit might still be a little bit confusing for you but just remember what i would do is maybe search for some information on each of these federations so the first one's powerlifting australia then the australian powerlifting union the global powerlifting committee the australian powerlifting league and capo off the top of my head i can't remember what capo stands for sorry henry um, but if you search for capo powerlifting you'll find it and then the last one is wrpf which henry also ran but i'm pretty sure that he's not anymore but i would just do some searching um, or if you want to talk to me specifically about the global powerlifting committee and the apl please hit me up um, our events are quite big and we had hold them all at our own events venue at Ruchi's gym so all right guys take it easy hope that helps if not um, shoot me a message and maybe i can answer any more questions you have but that's it take it easy we'll see you on the next one Thanks for listening to the Ruchi Strengthcast. Be sure to subscribe to join us on the journey and for more information, visit ruchisgym.com.